Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to another broadcast on the Soul of America Radio. Tonight, you're listening to Hope and Healing, a journey to wholeness with your host, J.R. Thicklin. Tonight's broadcast is brought to you by Blog Talk Radio, hosted and produced by the Soul of America Radio. Comments made on tonight's broadcast do not necessarily reflect the views of Blog Talk Radio, the Soul of America Radio, or its host. Hope and Healing takes you from a place of pain, abuse, violence, rejection, and abandonment to a place of hope, healing, and power. All aboard with your author, activist, advocate, and friend, man of purpose himself, and your host for the evening, Mr. J. R. Diglett. Yeah. Tonight to Hope and Healing, A Journey to Wholeness. This is your host, J.R. Thicklin, and I'm so very glad that you've joined us here on the Soul of America Radio Network from coast to coast. You can find us here every Monday night. That's 9 o'clock Eastern Time, 8 o'clock Central Time Zone, 7 o'clock if you're in the Mountain Time Zone, 6 o'clock if you're in the Pacific, and wherever you may be all across the globe. You can find me right here on the Soul of America Radio Network. This show, Hope and Healing, A Journey to Holders, is brought to you. It's a show that provides a platform that addresses the issue of loss, abandonment, abuse, rejection, divorce, grief of any sort. But mainly we focus around the issues that are related to domestic and sexual violence and how there is not only a need for hope and healing, life afterwards, and ways that we can prevent it from happening. So if you're listening to us for the very first time, we welcome you, and hopefully that you're listening by either way of the Internet, www.soulofamericaradio.com. Go on right there to the Hope and Healing section there. Or you're listening to us by way of the uh, calling by phone, Erico 323-784-9638. That is the way that you can reach us here tonight. And we're always so glad to have you each and every night. For those of you that are listening for the first time, once again, I welcome you to Hope and Healing, A Journey to Wholeness. And I am your host, J.R. Thicklin. And i like to uh, take the next hour or so with you and just begin to deal with some situations here that definitely there's a need for hope and healing throughout our country, all around us. There's a need for hope and healing uh, in in many of our neighborhoods and our communities. So tonight, as we are going to open up this show here in a little bit, I want to tell you the different ways that you can reach us as well. We are on Facebook. You can find us on Facebook. We have a show. uh, We have a Facebook page called Domestic Violence. It is your business. Uh, Feel free to join that. They're very informative information, a platform for many, as well as we have our Destiny by Choice 2 fellowship page. That is just the opposite. That is a page of hope, inspiration. Uh, That's a page of healing. That's a a place of uh, praise. It's a place where one could really find themselves empowered. So I invite you to go to either one of those pages there, Destiny by Choice 2 fellowship. That uh, 2 is the Roman numeral 2. 
fellowship page, or you can also uh, uh, go to, once again, Domestic Violence, it is your business page. And so that is how you reach us today, and I'm so glad that you've joined us tonight. And we're going to kind of pick up tonight from a different angle. And uh, although I will make it open mic type of a night, I want to pick up tonight because of the fact, you know, one week ago today, matter of fact, we pushed our show back an hour because we all was waiting with bated breath as to the situation with the quote-unquote Ferguson decision about the grand jury, which way that it would go and how would it affect us. And, of course, we pretty soon found out, and, and still there are cries right now of no justice, no peace. There are cries right now that the fact that a matter that there are some people that have been left out of this equation. And so it's left somewhat of a, if you would, it's left somewhat of a hole in our hearts. It's left a place within us that we're very uh, despondent. There's a place within us that we're feeling very bad about. Uh, we know that justice have not been served. And so, therefore, you have a lot of injury that has happened, a lot of injury. I think the racial divide became even wider. I believe beyond the racial divide being even wider, I think that we have some other serious problems that have happened as a result of it. And that's the result of when people do not feel valued. And I want to talk tonight about value. How much does value play in the way that we approach life, in the way that we approach one another, in the way that we approach the things that we do, in the way that we do so many things. And so it's important that we look at um, how we approach all this because it's incredibly important. You know, uh, I continue to say that we have to have value. If we fail to value ourselves, then we actually teach people how to not value us as well. So those things are very important inside of the grand scheme of many things. And so we want to talk about that on tonight, along with uh, quite a few other things. You can reach us tonight, area code 323-784-9638. That's the way you reach us. If you'd like to come on the air, dial that number, hit number one on the keypad, and that lets our producer know that you want to come on the air. So I invite you tonight. I invite you to be a part of it because uh, it's part of that solution. It's part of that platform that we are looking so forward to being able to share with you. Because what I believe is that we're living in unconventional times, and unconventional times call for unconventional approaches when it relates to this subject of domestic violence and anything along this line. So we have to do some things that are going to make some serious differences inside of how we do things, inside of our approach, inside of the things that we say, inside of how we treat one another, and and inside of uh, how did we get here? You know, how did we get here? How did we get to this place of lack of value? How do we get to a place where we don't value one another? And I want to know from you tonight, do you think that part of that goes with what one views at home? How much of home life have played to a sense of not valuing one another in um, in the outside world? And I think that's very important because of the fact of what we deal with. I think that's very important because of the fact that we continue to see things get worse and worse, and uh, we see this big uh, divide that is happening. And we really have a responsibility to one another to address it. We have a responsibility, and I believe that responsibility is not only ours, uh, but I think is one that we must also teach our children inside of. So every show, 323-784-9638, that is how you reach us tonight. 
uh, right here on the Solo America Radio Network. Hope and healing is on the, where, on the air right now, even as we speak, and I'd like to invite you to be a part of this even right now. Um, because it's crucial, it's essential, and your opinion counts inside of this. So Hope and Healing, A Journey to Wholeness, is where we are tonight, and we definitely want you to be a part of this on tonight. We want you to uh, have your input on tonight because it's very crucial. So I want to get you on the air. If you're there tonight, and call in, Erico 323-784-9638. That is how you reach us. And we're going to come right back after this break and get everybody cranked up. You listen to Open Healing, A Journey to Wholeness. This is your host, J.R. Thicklet. I'll be right back after this break. Is the soul of America Radio. Thank you for listening to J.R. Thicklin, Hope and Healing, A Journey to Wholeness. We feature every Monday night a show solely devoted to people that are going through abuse some type of problem in your lives that you can't work out. We mainly focus on domestic violence, the cancer in our lives. Join J.R. Thicklin, your host, here every Monday night at 9 o'clock p.m. Eastern, 8 o'clock p.m. Central, right here on the Soul of America Radio. You can contact Jay every Monday night at 323-784-9638. Or you can listen to him online. Just follow at soulofamericaradio.com and listen for look for live streams. And that way you can speak or listen, whichever your choice may be. Thank you for joining us tonight. You're listening to Hope and Healing, a journey to wholeness with your host, J.R. Thicklin, on the Soul of America Radio. If you're listening via Internet and you want to speak to the host, Please dial 323-784-9638 and press 1 to be connected to the host. This is the Soul of America Radio. Here's your host, J.R. Thicklin. Welcome back to Hope and Healing, Your Journey to Wholeness. This is your host, J.R. Thicklin, and I'm so very glad that you've joined us here on this first Monday in this first day of December in this year 2014. It's hard to believe that we've gone through the whole uh, year 2014, and here we are with the last 30 days left in the month, and I'm so glad to have you. Listen, I want to cover some things tonight as I invite your call. 
Your call is very important to us tonight. As you know, this show has been dedicated to not only the issue of, of domestic violence and the battery that happens and, and uh, the hope and the healing from that, but the loss, the rejection, the grief, and the pain that goes along with it. But we're also about prevention, and we're about things that we know that has to uh, be able to work for us all. And we have to be very careful in, inside of examining those things that occur with us. And I want to hit a few things tonight. I, I do want to talk about value. I want to talk about value for our society, value for how we look at things, value for our own personal lives, individual and collectively. But I also want to just uh, uh, bring this up here tonight because there have been some very interesting things that are going on in the news. Uh, for those of you that don't know, that I think it was on Friday, um, it was on Friday that Ray Rice did win his appeal. So Ray Rice indefinite suspension has been lifted. Not only has it been lifted, but it's also uh, he's now eligible to uh, sign with any team that was signing right now in the NFL. Uh, and and as a result of that, there's been a lot of uh, outcry against that. Uh, you know, and I think that's a real uh, issue for this reason here because I think people are missing the point here. And the point is this. It has nothing to do with necessarily them minimizing what he did. This is a letter of the law. And what happened inside of this is the fact that, as many remembered, he was originally uh, basically given a two-game suspension punishment. This was prior to seeing part two of that video uh, from the elevator. After seeing part two, of course, and there was even greater public scrutiny, Roger Goodell then uh, suspended him indefinitely. And so the letter of the law basically says that you cannot – go back and do that because he did not have a second offense. And so you had already set the punishment bar inside of that, and then you cannot go back and then punish him again for the same thing when it was only one offense. And so as a result of that, he is now a free agent, so to speak. He's unsigned. He can sign anywhere. And there are those that feel like this was not a good move, that it sent the wrong message. And and because they felt like it sent the wrong message inside of that what we're hearing and what we're seeing is the fact of, uh, you know, there are those that are saying this is uh, once again saying that we value football and sports and high-priced athletes over a woman. And listen, I am an advocate. I'm a domestic violence advocate over 21 years. So uh, I am not definitely advocating that. But what I am saying that if we're going to walk with the, within the letter of the law, then we have to understand what's going on here. And then here's another thing that we have to look at inside of this. Once again, we're trying to make entertainment industries adhere to the issue of domestic violence and get it right when we have not done it right on a civil end. Inside of our court, criminal justice, we have not gotten this right at all. And what I'm saying inside of this is that how many jobs actually terminate a person because of this offense? And are we suggesting that anyone that commits domestic violence should be terminated from their job? Because that's a real question to ask. Or are we saying this because of the fact of the visibility of entertainers, of visibility in this case of football players? And so that's a real interesting question because we have a lot to kind of uh, look, look to and decide, you know, what is it that we really want? Do we really want justice for the victim or just somehow or another about what we want? And I think that's a question that we have to all answer today 
uh, so that we could know that we're in the right vein, that we're doing the right thing, that we're that we're having the right conversation, or are we really hearing this thing as it should be? And I hope that we are. Now I don't know. Look like here I may have lost. I don't know if we lost our signal or whatever. And I'm hoping that I will get some type of a transmission here, or some type of notice to let me know whether or not we're still on the air or not, because of the fact. Uh, it looks like our board went down, and if it did, that means that you're not really hearing me. But since I can't take that chance that you're not hearing me, I am going to continue to talk as if you are hearing me. And if you are hearing me, uh, then I appreciate you being in and continue to listen here as we're getting that part straightened out now because this is very important. We have to decide which way are we leaning here. Are we saying that in this case here there's something else that should have been done? What are we really saying? Are we saying that he should have been suspended indefinitely, indefinitely, for definitely, indefinitely? Or what are we doing here? Because it's a real question to be added because, in fact, at what point are we actually also punishing the victim? At what point are we also punishing the victim? And I think that's very important that we do not punish the victim. It's very important that the victim is not uh, being on the end of the hurt, that in our attempt to punish the perpetrator, that we do not punish the victim. I think that is so very, very important. I think that we have to look at that from all angles because of the fact, if we fail to look at it from all angles, what we're basically saying is the fact that we're going to make the victim suffer knowingly. And so this is not a one-size-fits-all. This is not a, how do I put it, this is not uh, something that automatically, you know, is an easy decision. But what it is, is this, is that we have to recognize that we have to consider all aspects of this. Every aspect of this we must consider as it regards to the victim and the victimization. Folks, we're going off the air, and I think I've got to get back on. No, apparently we're still on the air, so that's good. I just got to signal that we are. Uh, Erico 323 784 that's how you reach us. Erico 323 that is how you reach us here on Hope and Healing, a journey to hold us. So I'd like to hear your comments today. What is this? You know, Ray Rice is, uh, you know, Ray Rice is uh, now free to sign with any team and, and I guess one of the questions, do you think any team will sign him? That's been a question. Do you think anybody will sign him in the midst of all of this? Uh, will anyone sign him? And if they do sign him, you know, uh, you know, are they going to keep him for the long haul? Or just something uh, right now to get some team that may uh, really need a running back to get him in? And, uh, and that's very important inside of this. And so we have to continue to look at what is very necessary inside of the things that we do, inside of the things that we're able to do and the things that we're able uh, to lend to this subject matter. I'd like to hear from some survivors here that have gone through some domestic violence issues. I'd love to hear your opinion today because, in fact, many times you're in a position where, you know, uh, you want the abuse to stop, undoubtedly. But sometimes we have to look at what is the consequences and does it, does you know, do we have to ease ourselves out of there, uh, you know, uh, any sudden action, does it do more of the hurt or does it do more of helping? 
And I think that's the thing that we have to look very carefully at inside of so many things that we continue to do in making this thing work. And so I want to invite your comment. I want to invite your opinion tonight. I want to invite your voice because your voice is very important. And like I said, I would love to hear from some survivors, those that are going through this issue, because the fact it's crucial. It's absolutely crucial. And I think it's absolutely crucial in a great way. And I think that uh, as we listen in and as we chime in, I think that we understand that, you know, this is not a one size fit all. This is not an easy solution. This affects of people in so many different ways, and because it does, we have to have a we have to have a sound solution to this. And so, uh, you know, and so it's not always, uh, you know, we'll just do this and it'll be all right. Sometimes it's a little bit of this and a little bit of that and the other, in order to make it work. And so, I'm I'm very concerned about this. Do you think we made the right call? Uh, did, did did they get it right with the appeal with uh, with uh, Ray Rice, or should there have been a consequence that kept him still suspended indefinitely. I don't know if you uh, listened lately, uh, but there was a definitely uh, a great interview that was conducted by, I believe, uh, Janae Hill of ESPN with, uh, not Janae Hill, um, well, it is, uh, and she conducted a interview with Janae Rice, and this had been recently where she spent two hours with her, really hearing her heart concerning the situation, kind of where are you all now type of interview. It has been a very interesting thing because the fact from what I heard her say is the fact that this was a very interesting call and this was a very interesting uh, interview with Janae Rice. And so domestic violence is not a joke. We know that. We understand that the danger escalates. But we also have to understand that the danger for a woman or a victim of domestic violence is escalated when they leave an abusive relationship, even more so than when they're staying. So that's not like we're advocating that, hey, just stay and uh, and it'll be all right. But there is a calculated way to leave, and that's what we want to talk about tonight. I'd like to get a lot of opinion tonight from those of you, especially if you're a survivor, or if, even if you're not. What do you think about the Ray Rice uh, being appeal, uh, appeal being uh, granted where he's now, his indefinite suspension has been dropped. He's now eligible to play for any team that would be willing to sign him. Eric code 323-784-9638, that's how you reach us tonight. If you're listening by way of phone, if you'd like to have a comment or question, simply hit the number one on your keypad once you dial in, and that lets our producer know that you want to get on the air, and we'll get you on the airway tonight. Now, I want to go back to this because, once again, abuse is something that is cyclical in the sense of the fact that it continues to happen. It's a learned behavior, and we see it happening over the scope of time uh, from one generation to another. So the real question is this, is that the fact if we're learning if we're learning about domestic violence, if, if children are uh, growing up inside of this abusive home and thing, uh, then we have to understand what are they learning. They're learning some things from behaviors that they see. And so oftentimes they grow up to commit the same type of behavior. And so it goes back to the fact of a young boy who grows up seeing this type of behavior. How does he learn to value a female? When he's already seen his mother be devalued, he's seen himself be devalued, and how does he overcome that? Because that's part of the value system. If you don't believe it, look at what we got going on. Since when that we just think that simply that this sales, in other words, our, our, so much of our music out there, and I don't want to pick on hip-hop uh, 
by itself, but so much of our music is so derogatory toward females. They are they're everything. We call them bees and hoes and uh I mean we, we, we just we just degrade them. We we say anything about them. Uh we we have reduced them to only being a sexual object and the sad part about it, too many females are embracing that image as well. So now you're just lips and breasts and tips and, and behind and you know and, and, you know what you can do for me and so there's not a value system there and because there isn't a value system what is happening is the fact that this has become normalized behavior for too many. But we've got to stand and we've got to set up against what we have considered normalized behavior. So once again, I invite your opinion tonight. Area code 323-784-9638. That is how you reach us here tonight on Hope and Healing, A Journey to Wholeness. And this is really open line. Open line, not only we're talking about uh, the situation about Ray Rice being acquitted, they are now able to play for any team that be, may be willing to, to pick him up. But we want to talk about the fact of the value, the value challenge that I've issued. What is it that we must do in America in order to uh, to to restore value to us again. Once again, the lives of some are devalued. We see so many uh, young people, especially young black men, that are devalued. Now, we talk about them being devalued in the court system, but I want to go a little deeper than that because they're also devaluing one another. When we're seeing countless a number of homicides that are happening right in our communities amongst us, when Chicago is an epidemic and we just walk around like that's not a problem, and so it goes back to value system. Why is it that we don't value life anymore? Why is it that we don't value another human being? Why is it the fact that we continue to go on as if it's no big deal? When will we learn? Do we understand that when violence happens that we interrupt the lives of families and we snuff out legacies and generations? For the son who's now growing up without a father or the daughter who no longer has a father because of some silly violence. Or the a son who doesn't have a mother because of the fact she's been murdered or killed uh, or have been injured by his father or by her significant other. These are things that weigh on society, and we've got to be willing to stand up. We've got to be willing to have that conversation. We've got to be willing to hold one another accountable. And it goes back to a value system. See, if you don't value yourself, you'll find it hard to value others. If there's a devaluation of yourself, then there will be a devaluation of others. And we've got to be very cognizant in how do we handle that. And we've got to have that conversation. Eric code 323-784-9638, that is how you reach us. That is how you get on the air tonight. If you're interested in your comments or questions, have any questions, hit number one on your keypad, and we will get you on. Our producer lets us know, and we'll get you on the air. Listen, you listen to Hope and Healing, A Journey to Wholeness, and I'll be right back after this break. via internet, you're probably seeing a series of advertisements. Please click on those advertisements as they help us to continue to bring you the best in Soulful Talk Radio. You're listening to Soar. 
Destiny by Choice to Fellowship on Facebook is a spiritual, drama-free, judgment-free fellowship forum for like minds to share in encouragement through testimonies, scriptures, music, prayer, worship, and fellowship. It is our desire to be an oasis of hope in the midst of the deserts and wilderness of life's most challenging experiences. We welcome you for prayer requests as well as your testimonies as we collectively operate as thermostats changing life's experience through God's leading in His Word. Join us as we empower lives and shape destinies. That's Destiny by Choice 2 Fellowship on Facebook through a search you can find us. If you're listening via internet and you want to speak to the host, please dial 323-784-9638 and press 1 to be connected to the host. This is the Soul of America Radio. I am Indy Harlem too. And I am fighting the power on the soul of America Radio. Worldwide, coast to coast talk radio. This is the soul of America Radio. You're listening to Soar. And now back to Hope and Healing, a journey to wholeness with your host, J.R. Thickland. And just before we went to break, we opened up the line, and we had a uh, conversation going on about the fact of a few things. And, of course, it's open to you. It's the fact of uh, one of the things that we have to address is our value. What is the value system in America? How do we feel about ourselves? And there's so much that needs to happen inside of this. Uh, And so it's very important so that we can begin to put ourselves on the right course. And when we put ourselves on the right course, that – we can begin to turn this ship around. We can turn it around as it relates to the future generation. We can turn around as it relates to our children because the sense of not valuing one another has not only spilled out into the street, but it started from our homes. And we're talking about not valuing one another, not valuing women, not valuing society, not valuing life. And as a result of it, we see the amount of violence that we see all over. So those things are very crucial inside of the work that we do, inside of things that, we are, uh, that, that we're involved in. And so I want to make sure tonight that we have an opportunity to address that. And you can, by joining me, Erico 323-784-9638, that is how you reach us today, and that is how you get your question and your comment in tonight. Now, so much is happening. One week ago, we were dealing with the Ferguson decision. Uh, we're still dealing with a 12-year-old being uh, shot and killed, uh, literally, uh, here just on last week as well. We're dealing with so many situations that are happening, and yet it's still we try to mask it. We, we try to talk around it. We go around it. We don't have meaningful conversations around it. And so many people, I don't know how we get this all working at one time. Tis the season to be jolly, and yet it's still we're seeing crime go up more and more, assistless uh, killing and violence. I'm here in the South Florida area, in particular in Palm Beach County, uh, just had the 82nd, 82nd homicide committed this year. 
82nd person killed here in this county this year. And it's happening because, once again, there's a devaluing of life. We don't care. The finality of life doesn't mean anything. Uh, I mean, no matter what we are shown, uh, uh, the whole thing that I continue to look at is the fact that we have to begin to value ourselves. We cannot expect others to do for us what we refuse to do for ourselves. So it starts with self-love, self-respect, self-valuing. And that is something that has to be taught. That is something that has to be not only taught, that is something that has to be shared with one another. And so it's very crucial in this day and time to do so. It is crucial to do so. It is absolutely necessary to do so. And so it starts at the very beginning. It starts at home. It doesn't take you being a Ph.D. in order to teach values. Values are something that we have to, first of all, demonstrate because our demonstration is our best teacher. Our demonstration is our best teacher inside of this, and we have to make sure that we're ready to be that demonstrator of what values are. And so when it comes to even uh, women that are abused and victims of abuse, period, we have a long way to go, and we owe it to one another. We owe it to each other to be able to be that voice and to really uh, be that champion when it concerns our standing up against this type of behavior. So Erico three two three seven eight four nine six three eight. 324 9638 is how you can join us tonight. We invite you tonight on Hope and Healing, A Journey to Holiness. One of the things that are so incredibly um, worth mentioning is the fact of the ripple effect of domestic violence, the ripple effect not only of the fear, not only of the uh, of sometimes the shame, but the ripple effect as far as financial impact upon that, the displacement oftentimes of the victim and their children, uh, the sense of unknown, unknown that happens. It is one of the reasons why I continue to say that inside of the society that we live in, we owe it to one another to be our brothers and our sisters' keeper. We have to do so. Listen, even right now, there are those that are homeless, that are displaced, that are not uh, where they need to be, not because they don't have a drive, not because they don't care, not because they're, uh, you know, they're, they're, they're without intelligence, but because of the situation that they're facing. And that's why I really encourage so many of you tonight that are listening, you know, when you're making a charitable donation, remember organizations that are doing things for those that are victimized and those that are impacted by this. I invite you to go to uh, destinybychoice.org. Uh, you can feel free to uh, donate to us, your tax-deductible donation. We have a GoFundMe page, uh, uh, Help Us Save Lives. Uh, uh, from the devastation of domestic violence. You can find us there. You can go to our Destiny by Choice 2 fellowship page as well as our Domestic Violence It Is Your Business page. Both of those pages you can find more information. But right now I really want to get your input on tonight. You're listening to Hope and Healing, A Journey to Wholeness. Area code 323-784-9638. That's how you reach us. If you'd like to come on the air, simply hit the number one on your keypad. That lets our producer know that you want to come on the air with your question or comment, and we'll get you on the air tonight, and that's how you reach us. Um, I'm so glad to be back on tonight, and while we're waiting on a call us to come on, I want to also share this with you because of the fact it doesn't stop, people. Uh, you know, it doesn't stop. It continues to go on. We continue to see things happening in our country or around the globe that causes us to cringe. I want to say something to you. Watch this. I want to show you something. I didn't get a chance to do this last week, but I want to show, 
talk to you a little bit about, and this is from our Domestic Violence Crime Watch. These are related deaths that are recorded by Domestic Violence Crime Watch from Saturday, November 15th through Friday, November 21st. Now watch what I'm getting ready. I'm going to give you names and location. Leanne Shoulders, age 38, from Twin Falls, Idaho. Brianna Cox, 17, from Twin Falls, Idaho. I want you to understand that there happen to be a mother and daughter. Summer Danelle Grice, age 20, from Lata, South Carolina. I want you to hear this. Tiana Lynette Mendez, age 30, from Lata, South Carolina. Both of these individuals were killed in a domestic violence incident. Carol Chingsey, 62, from Siegelman, Arizona. Now, what I want to make sure I look at this because here we have some of these individuals who are actually charged as a perpetrator. But I have Keldrick Jamal Jelks from Houston, Texas. And that's Kedrick Jamal Jelks Sr. and Jr. Wow. Did you hear me? Both the senior and the junior. Domestic violence related death. There's been a charge with murder in these cases here. I'm, I'm reading off to you 25 gun deaths, four stabbing deaths, one vehicular death, and one beating death. From November 21st, 15th, through November 21st, that's 31 deaths domestic violence related. I want to give you just a few more. Here because I want you to hear Because this is not isolated people Melinda Rash From Pacific Montana Age 43 Carl Redmond 50 From Pacific Montana Looks to be a homicide suicide here Eugenio Solorio Gomez Jr. 23 Colorado Springs, Colorado Kelly Pendleton, 37, Monison, Pennsylvania. Geraldine Manning, 51, Kakamo, Mississippi. Audrey M. McCroskey, 46, Kodak, Tennessee. Raylan Marie Charlot, 29. Wow, Charlot, Montana. Tiffany Ferguson, 42, from the Cold Springs Township, Michigan. James Weber, 63 from Exesler Township, Michigan. Stephen Lott, age 60, Townsend, Vermont. Jemis Lott, 28 from Townsend, Vermont. Patricia Ann Thomas, 42 from Red Rocks, Texas. Serenity Rose, my heart breaks, 11 months old, Kenosha, Wisconsin. Janice Marie Garrison, people, this is hard to do, Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. Amanda C. Seaman, 26, from Nashanak, Pennsylvania. Elifigo Arona, 33, from Tomei, New Mexico. Marla Elena Cernas, 44, El Paso, Texas. Cheryl Parker Carlisle. 49, St. John's, Florida. 
Catlin Falkenberry, 25 Greenville, North Carolina, and Daisy Bennett, Gretna, Virginia. Folks, that's just 31 other deaths that have happened just between November 15th and the 21st. This is serious. Lives are being impacted every day. Lives are being impacted by individuals. Individuals who have no value, no value of life, no value of one another, no value for their fellow man. Area code 323-784-9638. That is how you reach us today. Area code 323-784-9638. You're listening to Hope and Healing, a journey to hold us. This is your host, J.R. Thickland, and I'll be right back after this short break. To the Soul of America Radio. You're listening to Hope and Healing, a journey to wholeness with your host, J.R. Thicklin. And remember, you can catch this show every Monday night, 9 o'clock p.m. Eastern and 8 o'clock p.m. Central. And give them a call tonight at 323 784 9638. 323-784-9638. This is Thor. Two three seven eight four nine six three eight. You give Jay a call right now. And now back to the show. Victimized, 
we have to begin to adopt a better way of looking at ourselves and a better way of how we value one another. And that's what's important tonight. I know many may be listening by way of Internet, but for those of you that are listening by way of phone tonight, I invite your comment or your questions tonight, Erico 323-784-9638. That's how you reach us. Erico 323-784-9638. You reach us that way. If you'd like to come on the air, simply hit number one on your keypad. That lets our engineer know that um, you want to come on the air, and they'll let me know, and we'll get you on the air tonight. I value your input on tonight. Erico 323 <clears throat> Going right now, uh, first call on the air, number ending in 6962. Good evening. Welcome to Hope and Healing, the journey of wholeness. You're on the air. Good evening, Pastor Thicklin. How are you? Oh, good evening. How are you? It's so glad to have you tonight. Yes. Talk to us. I know you always got something that you can share that's that is very beneficial for us. Yes, well, um, going back to what you were um, saying as, as far as um, Ray Rice is concerned, and, you know, it's all over the, the media. And, you know, they, they showed a, a clip of, I guess, the, the interview that they hosted, I guess, earlier today. I guess it was on the, the Today Show. Yes. And they interviewed his, his wife. And, you know, I'm, I'm listening to her, but everything, in my opinion now, it just seemed like it rehearsed, you know, and they, you know, of course they want to save space, but I'm looking at everything as a whole, and I feel as though, you know, both of them need some serious help. It's um, because what he, it's, there's no excuse for what he's done, and, and looking even at the pictures, you know, prior to, you know, he has like a kind of a smug look, and then she's kind of like, you know, holding her head down, um, so to speak. You know, those those signs of trying to, you know, um, to kind of play that role of okay, well, I'm going to support him, but I, I'm I'm kind of scared of him at the same time, so to speak. But you could see it that you know body language tells it all. You know, and and in my opinion, there's no amount of money that can say, well, this is okay. You know, um, and I was just—it's just amazing to me. But both of them need some help, basically. You know. Well, did they say anything? Because I didn't see the whole interview. Did she say anything? Because it's uh-huh. my understanding that that they are getting counseling. They're in some type of intense type of counseling on both ends. Now, that's my understanding. I'm not confirming mm-hmm. that at all because. Here's the thing that makes domestic violence so complicated. Mm-hmm. It's complicated because of the fact very often the victim still loves the perpetrator. They right. still believe that it can work, whether they've been convinced that it can work by the perpetrator or not. So, so for whatever reason, they decide that I'm going to remain there. I love him. I want to make it work. He hasn't always been this way. Or perhaps it's really because of the fact I'm afraid of him and you don't understand, you know, he may hurt me worse if I leave him. Mm-hmm. And yet it's still in the case what makes this case so interesting is because Janae Rice, who Janae, who was his, who was, uh, his fiance at the time of the incident, mm-hmm. in spite of that, went on to marry him. 
Right. And we remember when she came out before. And so one of the right. things she kind of lashed out at everybody and said, why don't everyone just leave us alone? And, there, and, mm-hmm. and, and domestic violence have always been a very perplex issue because here's a situation mm-hmm. here that unfortunately happens to people. It happens to people. Right. John and Mary keep Q public all the time. So it happens to people, and they go on. We don't know about it. You know, the neighbor mm-hmm. calls the street. You know, they go on. But because right. of National, a national issue there. What she is mm-hmm. saying is that why don't you guys let us just go on and get ourselves together? It was just one horrible night in our lives, and that's her opinion inside of that. I think yeah. what happens right. is this: is that we have to continue to find ways of addressing domestic violence that once mm-hmm. again put accountability on the part of the individual. I think that. You know, I, I explained earlier, I'm not sure if you was on when I explained earlier, the reason why Ray Rice won his appeal was because, in fact, it was a matter of law. It's a matter of law was the simple fact that the NFL could not go back and punish him twice for the same thing when he did not right. commit a new offense. And so that mm-hmm. well, I knew that would I, I knew that he would win that appeal based upon just a letter of law. But on the other right. hand, what do we say? What do we say to people that says, "Hold it, there are CEOs who commit domestic violence and no one is firing them." What do we say to people that say there are judges that are on the bench that are committing domestic violence and no one has fired them? What do we say to people who say, matter of fact, I I was looking today at this particular post, and it had 25 celebrities that have all been, you know, charged with domestic violence and been involved. Mm -hmm. And out of those 25, what was interesting, no one had lost a job. Now, (laughs) that doesn't make it right. No. It doesn't make it right. It doesn't make no, it, it doesn't. Uh, fair. It doesn't make it anything. Mm-hmm. Right. And because it doesn't make it right, you know, it leaves us with a lot of questions. And the question is right. the fact that, you know, how do we really handle this? How do we take such a private issue and try to regulate it publicly? And that's always been the really dynamic that we've had to deal with inside of domestic violence. And, by the way, thanks so much to Indy Harlem, uh, too. Indy Harlem, you could go uh, on both the De- Destiny by Choice 2 fellowship page as well as you can find it on the Domestic Violence It Is Your Business page where the whole interview from the Today Show is there. Okay. I think one of the public outcries is the fact is when she says, I did something wrong, too. That's the right. part that I think right. we're scared of. We are scared of it because we understand that victims oftentimes end up accepting that blame. They self-blame themselves for That's what right. the perpetrator has done. And we and, and this is what we have to not allow to happen. That's why she needs um, she needs support. She needs this type of thing. Uh, you know, she needs this type of support. She needs this type of a. Uh, uh, you know, uh, people rallying to her side, but oftentimes they don't know how to receive it and they reject it. So, uh, you know, there's a lot to be done inside of this, and we just got to be able to do so. Now, there is this argument about the fact if you punish her, if you punish him, you take away his job, and she re- and she decides to stay with with them, are you not also right. punishing her? Right. And, and, hate the guy, so and so that's a real big uh, uh, that's a real big 
issue there. And so when we go back to it, and I want to bring this, and I always appreciate you being on, uh, Gloria, because in fact, you, you always lend, uh, lend not only your compassion but your heart. But here's the thing that is so important uh, is the fact there is no simple way to fix domestic violence. Wow. I said it. Wow. That's what none of us will say, that it's not a simple way to fix it. And so we try to criminalize it. But we can't, and we try to criminalize it and lock people up, but we can't lock it away because people's hearts and emotions are still there. There are people who have children by abusers and stuff, and they continue to say, listen, but I want my children to have him in his life. What do you say to that? What happens when he's a terrible partner but a great father? What happens when he's, you know, and so there are so many dynamics that are there that literally we feel so compelled to be have a right and a wrong. And sometimes the right and wrong is not so easily defined. It is complicated is what I'm saying. It's very complicated. So what happens here? I mean, because I'm going to tell you something. The NFL is also up against history. They're up against history of people who have committed very hideous, hideous type of crime. And guess what? They're back on the field playing. Michael Vick, the whole dog thing. They, I mean, they kicked him out. I mean, he was he went to jail for it which is more That's than right. what Ray, Ray Rice did. Yep. Mm-hmm. But look, mm-hmm. they brought him back. He's playing in the NFL. So many other mm-hmm. people I can name have done all kind of things. We had a player there who was charged with uh, with murder. Actually hit a guy and killed a guy down in Miami. But guess what? Right. He signed with another team. And so we have so much that is happening, and this happens in our society. So we kind of mix up between the fact we're a forgiving society, but when is it that our forgiving is borderline ignoring the value of the work of a victim? And I think that's a question that we are trying to get to the bottom of, and it's not always easy to do so. I mean, we see Janae Rice that is that is standing on the fact that, listen, I did something wrong too. How do you deal with that? How do we deal with that as a society? I did something wrong, too. And so when we hear that, we're saying, okay, she's admitting her part. But is that admitting her part, is that something that she's been, that she's been somewhat coerced or convinced to believe? Or is it something that she's been told? But look what you made me do, and that happens all the time inside of victimization and domestic violence. Once the abuse starts, the physical abuse, see what you made me do? If you had just did this, that, or the other, I wouldn't have done that. So that's a very major thing inside of that, and that's what we're talking about tonight. Area code 323 That is how you reach us Area code 323 You listen to Hope and Healing A journey to hold us If you have a question and or comment Simply hit the number one on your keypad Once you dial in And our producer will let us know That you want to get on the air You listen to Hope and Healing A journey to hold us This is your host J.R. Thicklin And I'm so very glad that you've joined us here on the Soul of America Radio Network. You're still with us, Gloria. What other, I mean, let's talk a little bit about it. We want to stay there, but I know just a few weeks ago I was there. I attended your event, uh, dealing with uh, uh, with unmasking, and basically we're talking about, we're basically getting to unmasking domestic violence. You have a major play that's coming up in the Palm Beach County area. It's very important. Everything, and so uh, that that's going to be very important uh, for some preventive and some educational things there, if you could, and everything. And uh, if you could for me, Gloria, I think I'm hearing your television. That's I'm, I've been given the signal that the television okay. is actually kind of drowning out, uh, uh, really, your voice inside of that. Oh, okay. So, so, so one of the things I, I want to say inside of uh, so much 
that is going on is that we have a, a responsibility, we have an opportunity to educate and empower ourselves. If we don't raise this to the forefront, who will? If we don't raise how this is so easily fallen into, and that people normalize this type of behavior, then who will? So, uh, so Gloria, if you would, if you could share just a little bit about uh, the unmasking, the unmask uh, that is coming up in February of 2015. Yes, it is February 7th, as a matter of fact. Um, the title says unmask, meaning we're going to take the mask off of abuse and no longer cover it up. And um, as, as we often discussed on um and in previous um, programs that you've had, you know, it it happens not only in our homes, but also in our church homes. And um, one of the focuses that um, we're going to touch on is the first ladies within our church. Um, oh, my. Wow. Yes. Yeah. So um, I'm super excited about it because it's like anything that keeps, you know, we if we keep putting a band-aid on something, it'll never it'll never heal properly. So that is the the ultimate goal of, you know, when, even when discussing about abuse, we wanna we wanna heal from this. We wanna be delivered from this. And even going back, looking at their pictures of Ray Rice and his um his wife, when you look at his eyes, he looks as though he's you know, like a very disturbed or scared individual, you know, when you take the face away, you know. So you never know what he may have experienced in his life. It doesn't excuse what he's done, but at least it will answer some questions of why, you know, he behaves the way that he does. And um, and one character in particular in my play um, there will be a character named Tyrone, and he's going to be in prison, and he will be a perpetrator, and he will be able to share his story. And another person he's going to feed off of is like a misguided young man, gang banger type individual um, that will be in jail for battery. Him telling this young man, you know, I'm going to die in prison. But you don't have to end up like me. So, you know, let me tell you my story. So um, that's just a little take on it. Yeah. You know, you said something that's so important, and it goes back to something that I think is so important. Even inside of the character that you talk about, the gentleman that's in jail versus, uh, uh, you know, the one who has an opportunity to, if you would, to to mentor or or guide someone Mm -hmm. the right way. You know, sometimes just because you end up in jail – you know, uh, just because you end up in jail for something that you did doesn't mean that you have to be a lifelong, you know, perpetrator. You don't have to be a lifelong, uh, uh, you know, owner of that mistake. Mm-hmm. You can take that experience and help someone else. You can take that experience and help mold someone else. You can take that experience and help shape someone else's destiny, and that's so very important. And so it's one of the things that I continue to look at inside of things is this, is that when it's all said and done, when it's all said and done, we – a life is not worth living if we don't impact others. I believe that we ought to leave a legacy. We ought to leave a legacy. That means that we have to mentor somebody else. We have to impart into somebody else. We have to show somebody else. And so many times I think that we get the wrong message 
we get the wrong message. We think that we're showing somebody else because of the type of car that we were driving or the type of house that we live in or the clothes mm-hmm. that we're wearing and, and all the fancy stuff there. That's not mentoring, not necessarily at all. At best, people mm-hmm. can look at us and envy us. They can be inspired by that, but that's not necessarily mentoring. Mentoring mm-hmm. is when I deliberately begin to pour into others' lives and begin to show them a better way. For that young man who may think that it's all right to abuse females and to handle females any type of way, I have a responsibility to show her, show him that that's not the way. I have a responsibility to get him to understand and to rationalize and recognize the fact that you have to deal with your own internal issues. You may mm-hmm. not even be ready to go into a relationship with someone because you've got too many issue, issues going on in your own life. And so those mm-hmm. things are crucial inside of it. But that's a deliberate act. That act requires more than me looking good. That act requires more than me just walking around like I'm the man, I'm the stuff. You know, that requires me being active. That requires me taking time. And that's what we don't want to do. We want to look the part, but we don't want to invest into others' lives. And that's why our challenge is we've got to invest into others' lives. And that's what every one of us have a responsibility in doing. We have to teach value but we have to also model value. And that's what really is my battle cry today, is that we have to teach and model value in today's society. Yes. Everything. Yes. Well, thanks yes. so much, Gloria. You always add so much Thank to the you. show and everything. And thanks so much to all of you that are listening. And so many of you just got on and everything. We're going to try to stretch the show for another 30 minutes, but I need your participation. I need you to call in. Mm-hmm. Erico 323 784 That's how you reach mm-hmm. us. That is how you reach us tonight on Hope and Healing, A Journey to Wholeness, and we'll get you on the air. Simply hit the number one on your keypad that lets our producer know that you're ready to come on the air. You want to come on the air, we'll get you on the air. Okay, right after this commercial break, we'll be right back with Hope and Healing, A Journey to Wholeness. This is your host, Sierra Ficklin, and I'll be right back after this. Healing a journey to wholeness with J.R. Thicklin is coming back right after this. You're listening to the Soul of America Radio LLC. This is the one and only Sword. violence in her lifetime. Every year, nearly three million children witness domestic violence right in their homes. Domestic violence is most likely to occur between the hours of 6 p.m. and 6 a.m. More than 60% of domestic abuse incidents happen right at home. Survivors of domestic violence face high rates of depression, sleep disturbance, anxiety, flashbacks, 
and other emotional distress. If you or someone that you know is a victim of domestic violence, or if you think someone is, reach out to them. If you are a victim, reach out to somebody. You can call the National Hotline right now at 1-800-799-7233. That's 1-800-799-7233. If you didn't have a chance to write that number down, call Jay Thickler right now at 1-323-784-9638. Speak to Jay right now at 323-784-9638. And now, Hope and Healing, Our Journey to Wholeness, continues with your host, J.R. Dicklin. Hope and Healing, A Journey to Wholeness. This is your host, J.R. Ficklin, and I'm so glad that you join us here on the Soul of America Radio Network. Just before we went to the break, we were talking about some of the dynamics that are related to domestic violence, that they're not so simple. They are not simple at all. They're very complex. And so often they're so complex that it's the thing that end up dividing people inside of this conversation. Because it's not always black or white. Sometimes there's a lot of gray area. There are things that are applicable to some, or their reactions are different than others. Does it make them white, or are you wrong? No. But the same thing that is required is we have to be not only active inside of it, but we have to have a value. We have to look at it from a value system. And that's what we have to do to protect, to educate, to empower, and to continue on with the legacy of helping to save lives from the devastation of domestic violence. If you're listening to us for the first time, area code 323-784-9638. That is how you reach us. That is how you come in tonight. And we'll be so glad to get your call. As I said before I went on the break there, we welcome your call. If you'd like to get on the air with a question and or comment, simply hit the number one on your keypad. That lets our producer know that you want to come on the air, and we'll get you on the air tonight. That is how you reach us, one uh, 323-784-9638. Now, there are so many things that we have to look at. And for those that are just joining us, uh, you can go to um, uh, our Facebook pages, Destiny by Choice 2, that's a Roman numeral 2 fellowship page. And even on that page, and I said earlier when we opened the show, that is our page there. If you're looking for a place of inspiration, a place of hope, a place of testimonial, a place of praise, a place of support, a place of compassion, that's it. You can go to Destiny by Choice 2 Fellowship page. But tonight, also, uh, our our senior administrator, our VP of Destiny by Choice 2, is she has posted on there the Janae Rice interview from, today, from the Today Show today. I think that's worth going back 
uh, listening to and visiting. Now, I invite you to do that. You can also go to our Domestic Violence. It is your business page as well. This is very important because so often because of what we don't understand, there tend to be a lot of blame, a lot of blaming of the victim, a lot of blaming of them for why they remain in an abusive relationship, and that's not the route to go. The victim is not to be blamed here. We've got to go to the next step. And that next step is accountability. That next step is, is uh, education. It is galvanizing our efforts to, to be able to stand and say, this is not normal behavior. This is not what we are to expect. This is not how individuals are supposed to live. For the love of God, we have to understand that domestic violence, it totally wipes out families. Children that are oftentimes left homeless, or should I say they're left orphanless, orphans, because too often cases we see not only a domestic violence homicide, but in a domestic violence suicide with it. Excuse me, so mother's gone, father's gone in too many cases. The number of aunts and uncles, the number of grandparents who are raising their grandchildren and uncles and aunts that are raising their nieces and nephews as a result of lives being taken due to domestic violence. I want to do three things tonight in our time that we have left. I want to open it up once again, and I'm saying to you, Erico 323-784-9638, I invite your question and your comment. But I want to do these three things. I want to open up the line to you, as I already have. Number two, I, I would love to have your input. And you can input here. I'm going to invite you to go to my uh, page there on a, a, a Facebook page. I'm going to invite you to go there on our Facebook page there. You can go to, um, and I have to make sure that you're not able to post that on Destiny by Choice 2 Fellowship, but you can go to Domestic Violence. It is your business. And I want you to post not only your question, but post post your your, your uh, recommendation. What are some of your solutions that uh, you think that could help not only eradicate the issue of domestic violence, but I would like to hear some of your opinion to whether or not you think that a person should lose their job when they commit domestic violence. And when I say a person, I'm talking about a person on all levels, not just that. And if you hope that I'd like to know whether or not you think they should lose their job and just answer why should they lose their job or why not. So that's my question and that's proposed to you. Thirdly, I want to really invite you, many of you that are listening right now, this is the end of the year, as so I want to invite you tonight, as many of you are at the end of the year and you are contemplating uh, where you're going to make your tax-deductible contribution. Many of you are doing it for tax write-off, whatever reason you do. But I want you to consider Destiny by Choice. That's right, Destiny by Choice, which is a uh, empowering uh, agency that addresses domestic violence. Not only do we address domestic violence, we address domestic violence in specific communities. And so inside of education, empowerment, advocacy, we oftentimes have used uh, our funds to help relocate people that are in abusive relationship. We have done so to help not only uh, do that, but we've also helped in time past with people as far as uh, getting them to safety, oftentimes having to help uh, bridge their, their uh, money as far as being able to uh, pay rent or mortgage. But there are a lot of things that we do inside of educational and otherwise. But we need your help. As we're coming up to the end of the year, we're facing a tremendous shortfall, a tremendous shortfall. We're, for, we're facing a shortfall, shortfall of over $10,000 just to close out this year alone. 
consider donating to Destiny by Choice. There's two ways you can do that. You can go to our GoFundMe page. And a matter of fact, you can go right now to Domestic Violence It Is Your Business page as well as Destiny by Choice 2 Fellowship page. And there's a GoFundMe page there, and you can hit the link, and you can definitely donate there. But also to our uh, website, www.destinybychoice.org, and you can go there as well. Whatever amount we greatly appreciate, help us save lives from the devastation of domestic violence. So I appreciate that. So once again, the lines are open to you. Number two, I'd like to see, I see you post your question and or comments uh, as it relates to uh, should a person be fired uh, when they have committed domestic violence, and if so, uh, why, and if not, why not? And so I would like to hear your opinions from there as well. And thirdly, please make that contribution. Tomorrow is that charitable Tuesday, end of the year, a day that a lot of people begin to make those donations, make those donations to those uh, organizations. Uh, they, they they are making a donation, and I'm telling you, we could really appreciate what you do. We're not we're not uh, United Way. We're not a major, uh, large organization that probably gets millions of dollars of funding. Most of everything that we do is grassroots, out-of-pocket efforts that we do to make a difference. But I promise you, we reach places that many do not reach, reach individuals that many do not reach. And I'm counting on you for that. I'm counting on you to help us continue that and to take it to another level. So, uh, once again, I thank you so very kindly. Area code 323-784-9638. That's how you reach us tonight. Hope you're healing a journey to wholeness. Uh, we'd like to get you on the air tonight. If you'd like to come on, hit the number one on your keypad. And I promise you, as you hit the number one, our producer let us know. We'll get you on the air tonight. And we'll be so very glad you did. We're going to use about another five minutes of this broadcast. And then afterwards, we're going to get ready to sign off on tonight. But uh, I want to say this to you. Remain safe. The holiday times can be a very, very difficult time for many people. As a matter of fact, a lot of stress happens because of expectation and fail expectation. People who feel like they don't have it to have, quote, unquote, a good Christmas. Tensions fly. Stress increases. And oftentimes domestic violence incidents tend to increase around holiday time. I want you to know that while you are, you know, Tis the season to be jolly. Your neighbor next door could really be going through some tough times. Children could be doing without because of the fact they've been left in shambles because uh, the perpetrator was the primary breadwinner. And mother either had to escape and leave or that perpetrator left. And when he left, so did his money. But you can help make a difference today. Reach out to somebody. You just never know. I mean, how many more iPads can you afford? How many more do you need? How many more? How many more upgrades do you need? Listen, you can sure upgrade someone else's life, the life of a child, the life of a a victim of domestic violence. I challenge you tonight. If you go to our pages, help us tonight, help others. That's www.destinybychoice.org. Or go to our Facebook pages, Destiny by Choice 2 Fellowship, and you go right there. You'll see there uh, with the opportunity to uh, donate through our GoFundMe or Domestic Violence, it is your business. Each of those are means that you can reach us today. Listen, I'm not discouraged.
I'm not going to be discouraged. We have a $10,000 shortfall, but we know that with your help, things can turn around for us immediately. So I invite you to do so tonight and uh, make a difference in somebody's life. Listen, our time, we're at 10.15, Mark, and we're going to get ready to get out of here tonight. Uh, definitely, or hopefully, we're going to get some of those comments behind the scene. But most definitely, uh, we're always grateful to have you join us on tonight. And we're always glad to have you to be a part of this network family. Hope and healing, a journey to wholeness. We've been on now two years. We've touched countless number of lives, and we're still reaching out to those that have been affected and are being affected by the issue of domestic violence. So what I want to say to you tonight, as we prepare to get out of here tonight, I want you to keep the faith, break the silence, continue to demand, to demand value from anyone that deals with you, that your life is valuable, and that not only is your life valuable, the life of others are valuable as well. So as I get ready to close tonight, I simply want to say to you, you make a difference. Continue to make a difference. Continue to do those things that are going to make a difference in the lives of others. And so as I say that to you tonight, I want you to continue to do the things that are going to make a difference inside of lives of others. Thank you for listening tonight. Don't forget, if you are in a domestic violence situation, 1-800-799-7233. That is the national hotline. And until next time, this is J.R. Thicklin.
No strength. 